I'm with Jane from West Street Vineyard. Now, West Street Vineyard is in Coggleshaw. How long have you been here, Jane? It's ten years now. Is it as long as that? It is, yeah. My children, there's pictures of them um, on the wall downstairs in the cellar, and they were tiny, tiny children, and now they've grown up and gone to university. (laughs) How scary is that? Let's look back. What made you initially come here? What was the plan? The plan, very simple. My bank manager thought I was a bit bonkers, but I think one of life's great, great pleasures is having great food, Lovely wine shared with family and friends, leisurely. And that's what I wanted to do, was try and recreate that whole thing. I'm an Essex girl, born and bred, really proud of the county that I grew up in. We have some of the best, best producers, food producers. They're the second longest coastline in the country. Great seafood, you know, plate of Mersey natives. What is, uh, what is there not to like with a glass of quite chilled West Street White. It's just nice. And <laughs> I must agree, I've just tasted it, and yes, it is very nice that indeed. That was the business plan, and I, I'm half Australian actually, and so in Australia you can sit on a nice deck somewhere overlooking vines, enjoying lunch in the sunshine. What is surprising that in February that's what my customers are doing today. That is quite scary, but it shows you what global warming's doing. And in fact, it's better for the for the vines, isn't it? Uh, no, I'm worrying about this. Well, if it increases in y- Well, I, what I don't want really now is my vines to wake up because this warm weather means they're going to think it's spring. And if they do that, and then I get a late frost, so an April frost, that can wipe out my entire crop this year again. And you really don't need that. So what I'd like it to do now, Beast for the East is very welcome back. We can have that again, thank you very much, because it will just stop the vines in their tracks. And then a great long summer that's what I'd like again. Long summers. Now, let's look back, because if you're in the wine business, you have to look year on year. So, in fact, we're talking 2018, aren't we, really? Yes. I'm tasting 2018 on Tuesday. So, going to the winery, it's a a big day, actually, in the the winemaker's year, is trying last year's harvest. The first time I've tried it is from the juice, literally on the day of harvest, and it was ridiculously sweet. It was fantastic. You could taste the summer and the sun in those in that fridge and I gave some to my daughter who's 14 and we had the most delicious grape juice it was just fantastic obviously now it's fermented so she won't be having any of that but it's going to be the first time I've tried the wine from 2018 will be on it will be on Tuesday what's your thoughts on what it will be like I'm hoping fingers crossed that it will be lovely fruity um, the phenolics and all those lovely fruity flavors that you get with the grape varieties which we have here would be coming through so it'd be nice and refreshing crisp but just has a little bit more sunshine a little bit more taste of that summer and you know those distant memories of those long 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 summer days and what was interesting i think about 2018 the days were warm but it was the evenings which were the were the clincher from a vineyard's perspective because we had so many more evenings which were warm you know you didn't have to go and get your coat on at you know, 6 30 in the evening you could sit out and enjoy a barbecue and not have to worry about the cold it was the evenings which made the real difference and that's what really helped me with the ripeness of those grapes it was those warmer nights has really done its job I think I hope now when you have increased temperatures do you not have an increased sugar level yeah, is that one yes. of the problems you can have you can but only if you're in Australia um, right now we're still a cool climate you know, we, I need 164 days approximately at around 14 and a half 
2018 was amazing, but the average temperature in my vineyard was 15 and a half. So we are not talking a huge amount, but that makes a massive difference. The Aussies, in contrast, are struggling a little bit because as soon as the vines get to like 38 or the temperature gets to 38, they start to shut down and they, they don't produce, they, they, they expirate, they don't like it too hot. You know, vines are a bit like husbands and boyfriends. You've got to be a mean to keep them keen. <laughs> and you really need to make sure that they don't have too much of everything. They, you know, which is why in Europe, you know, we're not allowed to water our vines once they're five years old. That's it. You're not allowed to water. And the reason being is that you want to encourage your vines to go right down into the bedrock of the soil. And our soil and soil structure are really important. You, you want them to go down and really find the nutrients from the soil and deliver those flavour profile right back into the wine. That's what you're looking for. That's what it's about. Yeah. So, in fact, you could say that, you know, you've discussed Australia as you're half Australian. Um, you could end up with Australia being a problem country yeah. for producing wine yeah, whereas actually Britain has relied on them for yeah. years now haven't yeah. they absolutely I think you know as a as um um, Essex listeners will know if you go down to the Crouch Valley at the moment you will see vines all the way down to the Crouch River it's nearly like being in it France is. isn't it it's incredible <laughs> and this year the industry as a whole is going to plant 1.8 million vines we planted a million last year a million the year before you know England will be a wine producing country that sounds incredible but it is happening and that's partly mainly actually due to global warming it's getting too warm to grow these fantastic varieties and it is the reason why why Tattinger have invested in Kent because you know Champagne is getting too warm to get your Pinot Noir and your and your Chardonnay at the right acidity levels to make fantastic sparkling. So where do you look at the future here of West Street Vineyard? How how how's it going to progress, or will it? Or are you happy with what you've got? Um, I would like to win gold medals. I'm a little bit competitive. And we've done bronze. We, the 2017 won a, um, a bronze medal in the International Wine Challenge, which I was pretty pleased about. Um, what I probably needed was it for it to rain everywhere else in England and for Coggeshaw to have the warmest summer, and so my wines would be outstanding compared to everyone else's. That's not going to happen, clearly, because everyone had a fantastic vintage. But I would like to win gold for Coggeshaw. I really would. That would be really nice that you know, you, when you're rated and you're marched against your competitors, I want to, to be better. And every vintage, you're only as good as your last vintage, and I would like to be the best we possibly can. So I'm not going to hang up my pruning secateurs yet, that's for sure. <laughs>